This podcast is intended as general information only and is not to be relied upon as legal, financial, or professional advice. A professional advisor should be consulted regarding your specific situation. It is also not an offer to sell or purchase Edgepoint Investment Funds. Volatility has been a constant in capital markets throughout history. Most years, investors foresee a risk to the economy and its underlying businesses, and they react to the short-term views by selling investments and driving the price lower. Many view these movements as risk. We, however, choose to view them as an opportunity. We've written extensively about this topic. A quick change in the price of an investment merely reflects the hurried opinion of the masses. It's our job as fundamental analysts to apply our own logic and analysis to the situation, then develop our own view. We often agree with the market, but there are times when we think the market is missing something and is valuing the business with far too much pessimism. We fail to see how this is risk. Identifying a business that's being offered at a low price because of others' misguided fear is a simple opportunity. What would you do if a brand new Honda Civic had its price slashed from $25,000 to $10,000? Would that be a risk or an opportunity? If you were car shopping, you'd know the value of a Civic is far greater than $10,000 and you'd buy it as quickly as you could. As investors, our job is to value businesses. We need to understand the long-term drivers of a business's profitability and use it to forecast future profits to come up with a value. When the market offers us the opportunity to buy a business significantly below our valuation, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to make potentially great investments and compound wealth. This past month has been extremely volatile, and with good reason. The world is facing a threat from a widespread pandemic that is having significant impact on many businesses. I've never been in a situation where a company I was looking at could see its revenue decline 50 to 100% in a given month or quarter, but that's something we're currently grappling with. This has affected market prices materially, with both equity and credit indices registering one of the fastest declines in history. Many of these investments deserve to fall in price. The economics of their businesses have changed, and the actions they take to deal with the current conditions could limit their earnings power far into the future. But there are cases where this isn't true. This includes businesses that will certainly experience a short-term decline in earnings, but whose future prospects are just as bright as they were at the beginning of the year. If the price of equity or debt tied to these businesses falls, it's not a risk, it's an opportunity. Specifically, it's an opportunity for the investor who can analyze the fundamentals, review the balance sheet, and determine that the business can not only survive, but can thrive well into the future. Your growth and income portfolios have investments in both debt and equity securities. These investments have been affected by the recent decline in the markets, but the portfolios are well positioned to capitalize on the opportunities we're seeing in this environment. Our portfolios are stacked with companies that we think are priced very attractively and can thrive in the long term. We know there's a great deal of uncertainty in the world, but we can say with a high degree of certainty that many businesses will not only survive, but will thrive. We entered this downturn with close to 25% of the portfolio in cash and investment-grade bonds, as well as a watch list full of businesses that we followed over the years, but never owned because of their higher valuations. The recent market correction has allowed us to buy the debt and the equity of these businesses at valuations that are far more attractive than they were mere months ago. Reallocating cash and short-term investment-grade bonds into more attractive opportunities is a key benefit of your balanced portfolios. They should not be viewed as a separate fixed income and equity portfolio. Your investment team views them more holistically, contrasting the risk and reward of the entire opportunity set. The cash and short-term investment-grade bonds provide us with capital that can be reallocated into ideas with a higher return potential, including equities and high-yield bonds. Over the last month, we were able to invest in great companies that we believe can generate very attractive returns in the coming years. 
your portfolio has a rising allocation to high-yield bonds. It's an asset class that we think is highly attractive on a standalone basis and can meaningfully benefit a balanced portfolio. One of its greatest attributes is how it behaves during periods of volatility. Throughout history, high-yield bonds have rebounded from cycles faster than equities and provided pleasing returns throughout the market. Please take a look at the online version of this commentary to see the chart that I'm now going to reference. As an example, we'll look at how the high-yield index and the S&P 500 reacted during the financial crisis in 2008. The high-yield index did fall 33%, but the S&P 500 fell much further, bottoming March 2009 after a drop of over 53%. Between 2007 and 2010, though, the high-yield index had a very pleasing annualized return of over 10%. That compares to the S&P that still lost 3% annually during the same time period. High-yield investors only had to wait seven months to make their money back from the bottom in December 2008, while it took nearly four years for the same to occur to equity investors. The bottom line is that even if you invested in high-yield bonds just before the decline in 2008, your long-term return was still attractive and your recovery time was much quicker than that of equities. High-yield bonds pay you a juicy coupon, and during periods of volatility, that coupon can be reinvested at much better prices. If you've done your credit work, using coupons to invest at a much lower and more attractive price is a powerful tool for generating long-term returns. Although we endeavor to create a portfolio that looks very different from the index, we do find our ideas by sifting through the overall market. For that reason, we believe looking at index stats provides insight about the overall market. The yield difference between high-yield bonds and government bonds is called a credit spread. In general, the wider that spread, the more opportunity that can be found by investing in high-yield bonds. Since the start of 1997, credit spreads have only been wider during the financial crisis. We can never call the bottom, but history is a guide. Buying high-yield bonds with a spread of approximately 1,000 basis points is a very attractive entry point. Here is a quote taken from a JP Morgan report that frames the investment opportunity set that we're seeing today, with credit spreads sitting at just over 1,000 basis points. For historical perspective, high-yield spreads above 800 basis points have led to attractive return opportunities, and the case is even more profound above 900 basis points. The median annualized return over the next 12, 24, and 36 months for high yields as spread across 900 basis points is very attractive at 36.9, 25.5, and 20.8%. In fact, with a horizon of a year or more, an investor has never lost money, historically in 25 examples of buying high yield bonds when spreads are over 900 basis points. You can see the reference to that in the online version of this commentary. To drive home the point, we looked at time periods when high-yield bonds declined double digits. We show an example of six of these time periods in a chart. Each time, high-yield bonds suffered a temporary decline, but most importantly, it was followed by pleasing one, three, and five-year annualized returns. There's no certainty that the most recent episode, exceeded in severity only by the sharp decline witnessed in 2008, will offer the same outcome, but one thing is certain. If the past is any indication, the future looks very bright for the high-yield investor. Having a flexible pool of capital that allows us to look across the capital structure of the companies on our list leaves us in a great position to identify and capitalize on exceptional opportunities that we're seeing today. We have always proven our conviction by investing alongside our clients and continue to be among the largest investors in our portfolios today. Edgepoint itself and Edgepoint employees, including members of the investment team, have increased their investments in the portfolios during this period of volatility and are excited about the future.
Information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. This is not an endorsement or recommendation of any security. Edgepoint Investment Group may be buying or selling positions in securities mentioned. No endorsement of any third parties or their advice, opinions, information, products, or services is expressly given or implied by Edgepoint Investment Group. This podcast contains certain statements that may be deemed forward-looking. Please note that any such statements are not guarantees of any future performance results, and the actual results or market developments may differ materially from these statements. The whole or any parts of this podcast may not be reproduced, copied, transmitted, or disclosed to third parties without the consent of Edgepoint Investment Group.